Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg and Noah doesn't is my other name. Marvel also does not suck. Today, we have a movie that proves the point, Guardians of the Galaxy, numero dos, as Star-Lord would say it. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. What is actually the... Second. The, does this have a Guardians, subtitle? Guardians, Volume 2. Just Volume 2? Volume 2. <laughs> Crucify this. Uh, All right. Um, and I think you wanted to just start off by saying you are still listening to my birthday gift. Yeah. Uh, awesome. in your car. Awesome mix, Volume 2. Yes. Aptly named the after name. the movie. <laughs> yeah. So creative. Yeah. James Gunn and his naming abilities. Yeah. There's uh, really not a bad track on the album. The one I've listened to the least. Yeah. Well, one, I don't really care about the Hasselhoff Inferno. Oh, well, that doesn't even. count. That's, yeah. that's like a bonus track. Yeah. That doesn't count. And the track before that is um, Parliament, I think. So it's like funk, kind of uh, R&B. Ugh. And it's not bad. I just like... It It'd fit. be good if I was dancing, yeah. <laughs> or if I was like up on my feet. But driving, Are you not when just, you're driving. No, I'm you not a dance. I sing when I drive. I do not dance when I drive. Oh, you and me are two different people, <laughs> as this podcast will indicate time and time again. Yeah, um, not no distinction more than. But now. you were singing when you just walked in. You were singing the exact same song you were singing yes. last week, which was Wham Bam Sham Balam. Wham Bam Shang a Lang and yeah. Sha La That's it. That's the one. La. Yeah. No. That's that's definitely one of my favorite on the album. But why did that come up? Why were you singing <laughs> that twice? <laughs> I I think it's because I constantly skip the same songs. The same songs. Yeah. So what do you skip? So you're saying okay. it's not a perfect album? No, it is. It's just there are some songs over on it that are overplayed already prior to getting it. So so. I don't, this one I actually stopped skipping, but Mr. Blue Sky, I love that song, yeah. but I've heard that song so many times. That's huh. like one of my mom's favorite songs. That's very I, good. I heard it a bunch as a kid, okay. so I skipped that from time to okay. time. Okay, sure. Then I skipped The Chain. Yeah. Because that song's too cool and serious yeah. for this album. I agree. Yeah, and so, and so I can't really hang on I think to that. one... I, I love that song. Again, yeah. another fantastic yeah, yeah, track, yeah. but... Really not a bad song. It just doesn't... I'm having so much fun with, like... Because right before songs. that is... Um, what do you think James Gunn was thinking when well, he made... Like, when he yeah. made the first one, do you think he's like, I could get away with more hits? I mean, he definitely added more on this. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the third song is, but the second song is uh, Fox on the Run, which is mm. a, a fun, goofy song, like... Uh, you mean band on the run. By <laughs> it's Wings. close. It's very close. For the <laughs> fox on the run... But uh, uh, yeah, and it comes Fox after on the run. <laughs> comes after another fun song, and so then all of a sudden you're at the chain. Yeah, I think the heavy. pacing of the album, and it seems in the movie that did a similar thing where it just keeps. I mean, and we will go into our brandy story yeah. uh, in detail. Yeah. Unfortunately, That's Alex definitely could one not I, be here. That we have more guests I, flake than show <laughs> up to our podcast. Yeah, we don't have the clout to really reel them in uh, the rest of the way. When, when we get Linda Belinda Card Cardelia or whatever yeah. her name is. Maybe people start respecting Oh, us. absolutely they will. But uh, uh, I never skip brandy. Oh, you can't. I haven't heard that song too many times. <laughs> you, you probably heard it the most out of all of them. You'd think so. But um, Yeah, and, no, and, I can't skip Brandy. And I'm so... 
viewers, you're gonna you're gonna hear about this story in a moment. Yeah. But every time I hear it, I say ooh, just out of <laughs> force of um, a habit. Yeah, I just feel obligated. Like I, no matter where I am, if I'm in public, if it comes on my work shuffle, I just do a I've, I've nearly ooh. sent you a Snapchat of me doing that exact thing every time I every time it comes on. But I'm like I'm driving. It's probably dangerous. But I just want to every time the the yeah. Yeah. little slide ooh. thing comes in. Yeah. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Oh, they're dying to hear the story. Yeah. We're going to tease them a little yeah. bit more. The other song I skipped, okay. My Sweet Lord. Heard that a ton, too. Yeah, that's still a really good song. I know, but I've heard it, like, just a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I had a George Harrison best of. I did, too. I, did you have the same one that I did? Maybe. The one like, with, like, 12 tracks. Yeah, it has for you short. blue on it for yeah, some reason. What the hell? Actually, I, because I listen to that so much, I like that song. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's literally... Beatles songs that George wrote and George Harrison solo greatest hits. Even well, if it leaves not. a lot out, but yeah. What else did he write? I think everything like, that Wawa's he wrote. Not on that. What? No. Oh. Yeah. This is a dumb album then. There's, there's <laughs> like, is What Is Life on it? Uh, I think so. It would have to be. What other songs would be on this? It's because it's half Beatles, it, half solo. I, I'd say it was a slightly more favorite toward Beatles than that. I think it was like eight and four. I don't think he wrote that many Beatles songs solo. Because these are like songs that he wrote 100%. Uh, I'm sure we could look up the specific... Uh... <laughs> no, I want you to remember from your child. If you're sick of listening to My Sweet Lord, then you clearly remember this album vividly. So we got I Need You. We got Something. Uh-huh. We got For You, Blue. We got... Here Comes the Sun. Here Comes the Sun. Did you already say something? I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we got... He wrote all of Yellow Submarine, that album. Because most Tax of it was Man. greatest hits. Yeah, Taxman would be on it. Um, no, I am sure that would be Okay. <laughs> um, and then I think there's one other Beatles song. Maybe It's All Too Much. Um, it's not something dumb like The Inner Light. It was actually like an album track. Yeah, well, and then we got My Sweet My Sweet Lord. My Sweet Wawa. My um, Sweet Wawa, it is life. What is life? Could you imagine that mashup of those three George Harrison songs? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Someone could totally do a medley of those. <laughs> a medley? I'm talking about a mashup. I mean, you, I guess it just depends on the technique of mixing. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, this your, what do you think about this album in comparison to the first one? Because I think the first one is... I've not looked back over that track list. Oh, it's so great. All of them are hits. Yeah, actually, let me... Looks like you're going to pull up these track lists, even though we're talking about... All right, well, pull up the George Harrison one now that we're doing it. All right. Now that we're pulling up track lists. Best of... Hopefully... uh, How many best ofs do you think he's got? Yeah, oh, a lot. It looks like they found the right one immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That's convenient. Released in 1976. Um, Yeah. So, well, I guess, did he have any hits after that? Oh, we I got my mind set on you. Okay, so do 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 do. The we got set on you. Something. If I needed someone. Ah oh, shit! I forgot about that one. Here comes the sun. Yeah. Tax man. Think yeah. for yourself. Ah, oh, yeah. These are two. Were you I, blue? I don't like either. If I needed some, or if I wanted someone, or think for yourself. I think those are very. Oh, I really like if I needed someone. I think that those are dumb Beatles songs, and I love the Beatles. Uh, track seven is While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Oh, how did we forget yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed when I pulled up the track. <laughs> Whoops. Glaring in my face. Uh, then My Sweet Lord, Give Me Love, parentheses, Give Me Peace on Earth. Yeah, that's a stupid song. Yeah, I don't really remember that. You is number 10. 
Bangladesh is I 11. I don't know you. I know Bangladesh, but yeah. I don't know what it sounds like. Off the yeah, top I couldn't of my sing head. it for you. Then Dark Horse, then What Is Life is the last This track. is a very dumb com- combination of solo George Harrison songs. We could definitely make a better George Harrison Greatest the, Hits album. It seems like they did. They tried to um, get it's songs like, from all of his solo albums up to that time instead of just All Things Must Pass, when really All Things Must Pass was is already the, a best yes, hit. It's album. all, every song on that. Yeah. Just do, I guess, the, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, it seems like they tried to do a George Greatest of Beatles, yeah. and then they ran out of songs. Well, because they did, let's see, two from Abbey Road, one from Rubber Soul, or two from Rubber Soul, one from Revolver, one from Let It Be, and one from the White Album. So they, mm-hmm. they kept it pretty diverse. They yeah. tried to, to decrease doubling up on albums whenever possible. Anyway, so as you were saying about the Guardian soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was important information. We definitely needed to know that. Let's see. And um, I'm sure you've noticed that my gifts from you have also been put to use. Oh, have they? No, they're still sitting wrapped right there on that shelf. <laughs> How dare you? You haven't watched Fan Four Stick. I I'm trying to get Seth to watch Fan Four Stick with yeah. me. Even we watched it together the first time, and he absolutely. There's no way I get him to watch it a second time. <laughs> um, and oh, you gotta please when we're done with this, go downstairs and tell Seth to watch fucking True Detective with me. He the won't first? watch it. Yeah, the first one's definitely worth it's it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, he's just like ah, he's doing that thing that he does. Tell him to Where stop it's hard doing. to convince. <laughs> All right, let's see. I got the list here. Hooked on a feeling. Great. Obviously great. Great. Go all the way. Great. Uh, sing that hook. Uh, the thing about that song is every time you think it's the hook, it's not the hook, and then the hook finally comes. Huh. Go all the way. Feel so right. Feel so right. Being with you. Oh, is it like kind of a, what? Give me the a decade. It's it's all from the same four years. It's when his mother was. It's like oh, late right. '60s. It's like '69 to '74 or whatever. That's the window of time they had, and it's got that riff. All right, then it's you remember "Spirit in the Sky." That one to me does not fit. I always forget that that's on there. That does not fit in the album. Yeah, I'm not recogni- recognizing a lot of these by title, but I feel yeah, like I recognize you, most. You recognize of them all of them. Yeah, and then Moonage Daydream. Moon Age Daydream. Well, it's all combined together. <laughs> That's it. Would be like Moon Hyphen um, Age. Did you know? Moon Age so David Daydream. Bowie is on both soundtracks. Is he? Yes, and he's the only artist to do so. And James Gunn didn't want to do that, and then Bowie passed away. So he felt he. Wait, what? What to. Bowie songs on the second soundtrack? Suffragette City, and that is definitely prominently in the film. Wow, it's not on the album. It's not. Mm-mm. It's in the movie. Where you really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I would definitely was... know. Surely, I would know. <laughs> if you have, are you sure you haven't been skipping it several times? I don't. Maybe think it's so. like a special edition. I could have swore that was in the movie. Ooh, the next track is uh, amazing. Uh, Coming fooled around and fell oh, in love. What a song! What a song! Yeah, that's We've definitely talked about all of these on the Guardians One podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not in love. Mm. Who's that by? Ten season. Oh yeah, that's a weak one too. I want you back. Oh, forget about it. Come and get your love. Yeah. Forget Forget about about it. it. Cherry bomb. Yeah. I like the use of that in the film as a song. I don't really feel have strong opinions toward it. Yeah. Um, It's sort of just there. Uh, I like how they use it in the context of the movie, though. Come get your love. uh, Fooled around and fell in love and hooked on a feeling, I feel like, are like pillars of this soundtrack. Just of that goofy 70s, like, earwormy thing. I didn't just because... 
I, I, I agree that it's a phenomenal song, yeah. but it's not like... And Ain't No Mountain it's not High the, It's not the exact same feel. Yeah, I, I hadn't finished because we still had the Pina Colada song and yeah. Ooh Child. I think... Oh, God. Yeah. Great fucking soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> this soundtrack is so good. Um, so I agree with you. I think um, after he did a lot of... Because uh, before this album came out, not a lot of people knew these songs existed. I feel like I, I, I "Come and Get Your Love" definitely had a they resurgence. Were, they were already they were already it. part of the cultural fabric. Like, yes. like people recognized a lot of these songs, sure. but no one no one remembered them. Yeah, no one brought thought to bring them up until James yeah. Gunn did. It brought back the artists and like the titles and the like. This is an actual song. You yeah. can still look it up. Yep, it's not just something that plays on the radios of like amusement parks at or a, some shit at a um, malt shop. Yeah, in the, <laughs> in the um, whatever that what's that thing called. Where you hit a button and a record drops and then it plays. A jukebox. That's the one. Yeah. Jukebox. You know that uh, malt is called malt for the same reason that like, malt liquor is called malt liquor? It's both malted barley. I did not know that. So were kids getting drunk back in the 60s? No, malted mi- malted uh, milkshakes have malted milk in them. And malted milk is a combination of condensed milk, malted barley, and one other thing. But I can't remember what it is, but it's that in mm. there. So it's just the, the only com- uh, similar thing is that they both have malted barley in them. Okay. Uh, so that's really fun to know. Yeah. No, that's a, that's <laughs> a very fun fact that has a lot to do with this podcast. I'm a bit upset because we never stray from Marvel on this podcast, <laughs> and you've decided to tell something that has nothing to do with Marvel. I mean, it begins with an M, second letter's an A. That's two things in common. <laughs> right off two the bat. Two whole letters. <laughs> um, so the second tra- soundtrack, I think it has more hits. And I was definitely familiar with. I mean, yeah. I mean, my sweet lord. It's grew got up surrender with, on it. Like it's yeah, got a lot of really yeah. big songs. These, I. Do you think he meant to do that? I mean, like, he probably had a much bigger budget, so he could afford these songs. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's a good point. I didn't think about the budget, the money involved. Um, oh, that's interesting. On, it, on the Wikipedia page, it says Fox on the Run and Surrender were both considered for Guardians One soundtrack. Huh. I would have. I don't think surrender would have fit well on the first one. I think it. I think yeah. that one. It's so perfect. Don't touch it. Except for the songs that I said that, that weren't that great. Yeah. See this. I'm so curious what three is going to be now that he has that zoom and it's going to be like anything from. Yeah, it's like 300 songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they obviously won't have 300 songs in the soundtrack. Yeah. Or they could pull a Baby Driver and have like 60. Wouldn't that yeah. be a crazy amount of songs? Is that how many are in Baby Driver? It's like 45. Wow, it's something. that is it's a lot. It's wild. The soundtrack costs $20. Huh. Oh, and it has all of them on it? All of them. Wow. There's a record of it. Huh. I mean, it's like four records, but you can buy it. Yeah, I wonder if I'd... That's so many songs. It's almost just like listening to the radio more than an album. Well, in the movie... Like, you can't even get a sense I don't think it plays it. any song in full in the movie. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. I mean, you almost can't when you have that many songs. Yeah. It's, and by almost can't, I mean, you definitely can't. Like, the average three minutes, and you already have 45 songs. That's 120 minutes. Yeah. Plus 15 or something. <sighs> that movie's so great. Yeah. Both you, me, Kyle... And Ronnie Radke can all agree that it is a phenomenal Well, I haven't film. seen it, but I'll okay. take Ronnie Radke's word on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to believe anyone about this film. It's old Ronnie. Um, so, down to business. Yeah. Now that we're talking about music, uh, as you know, my friends Taylor and Haley moved away to Atlanta. Yes. Um, I'm aware. And before they did, she got a surprise job and she moved there. Uh-huh. Um, and before 
that happened, they bought a whole bunch of concert tickets. Mm -hmm. And she has just offered me Mm. two tickets to see Sting on Thursday. Are you interested? Sting. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You think he's going to sing America again? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Oh, we still got to do that. Well, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of movie to talk about, so, but the fans will wait. We're already giving them one hyped up thing. Yeah. The story. Here, you want to give your, uh... Review? Yeah. Wait, why don't you say, do you want, do you want to come see Sting with me? Uh, where is it? (laughs) Wolf Trap. Where's that? And, uh, it's right outside of Fairfax. It's, like, closer than How big of a venue is that? It's an outdoor venue. It's probably, I just went there to see Switchfoot with my mother. Hmm. Bought my mom Switchfoot tickets for her birthday. That's sweet. She really likes Switchfoot, and I'm like, ah, I like two songs. I go, amazing. Yeah. I love Switchfoot now. <laughs> Except the problem was they opened for Lifehouse. Hmm. Are you familiar with Lifehouse? I'm not. They wrote You and Me. They wrote a lot of middle school hits. They actually, sorry, they wrote one middle school hit that they're still piggybacking yeah. off of. You know, you and they get to headline because of it? Well, they just released a new album, and I, don't, I think Switchfoot hmm. didn't. Well, I mean, they both co-headlined. They each did an encore, which I've never seen two bands do huh. on the same stage. Yeah. Like, you usually... Wait, did they do the encore before Lifehouse, though? Yeah. Okay. So, Switchfoot went, then they left, then they did an encore, then Lifehouse yeah. came, left, did an encore. Huh. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, but you know you and me, right? Mm-mm. You and me and all okay, lots yes, of, of people. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I can't take my eyes. We're doing a lot of singing on this podcast. I know. It's more <laughs> It's karaoke. our musical episode. <laughs> um, We've sprinted so fast. Uh, We've so, ended up in a parallel musical dimension. And all speaking of music, I know we we got a movie to talk about. But mm-hmm. we're, there's so much music stuff. I gave you a homework assignment last week, and I bet you didn't do it based on the look on your face. Where I uh, don't remember at all what it was. <laughs> right as soon as this podcast Should've ended, I told down. you uh, Avenged Sevenfold did a God Only Knows cover. Oh, one of yeah. One your favorite songs. Okay. And I told you to look it up. All right, here, let's just do it. I feel like you haven't. Let's just do can, it now. Can the mic pick it up? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading an email from my sister. Oh. <sighs> Popped up right as I was opening my phone. Is it about the leftovers and how you should watch it? Yeah. She had something to say about the leftovers yeah. previously. Wasn't I think it was only positive. good. I think it was good things. Uh, why doesn't doesn't she have your phone number? Don't you two share phones? Yeah. And why would she email you? She can surely reach you via text. It was it was it was business. I really just want you to tell me everything about your personal life. <laughs> Did she text you social security numbers? Yeah. Phone numbers. Would you like the list of them? Uh, yeah, actually, let's list them off. You're you're late for your phone number. What's the next three digits of your phone number? Our fans are waiting to know. Uh, it is five. Okay. Five. Five. It's gotta be a fake. <laughs> is this gonna totally just come up as crazy in the mic? I might just cut out the part where we listen to it, and it'll just like <laughs> cut from before. You'll hear it come okay. in and then cut out. Okay. Or maybe it'll have all. Maybe of all of it. <laughs> He loves it. I can tell by his voice. See, it starts off one thing, and then halfway through the song, it changes pace. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They're metal. I do enjoy the guitar work. Uh... It's clearly not better than the original song, but I don't mind it. Hmm. 
you are very invested in this video. Well, I'm just like, so far, they haven't done anything that, like, makes sense why they did it. Like, I feel like if you're going to do a cover, you should do it... There, oh, they're starting to come to... Listen to those drums. He is so puzzled, folks. <laughs> He's trying not to like it, but I think he loves it. I definitely do not. <laughs> you have the same face for when you genuinely hate something and don't <laughs> have the words for it, and when you genuinely like something. So I don't know if this is going to be the former or the latter. I'm just going to pause it. Okay. I, assume well, I think not you got the gist. That's yet. it. That's it. That's the whole song. All right. So on a scale of extraordinary to Stan Lee extraordinary where does this film or where does this song fall I would definitely never listen to that <laughs> again huh that's but, weird but it wasn't like terrible like is they it weren't like the disturbed cover of Sound of Silence yeah it's like they weren't embarrassing themselves yeah. but I don't know why they did it uh, they didn't have a that fresh or original of take on it I mean I guess they did it heavier yeah but I mean, the first one doesn't have any guitar in it, I don't think. Yeah. It's all I, horns and it, shit. It's weird to hear such a, a sensitive, soft yeah. song done in such a jockey manner. Yes. But I love it. Thank you, M. Shadows. Yeah. Come on the show. What would you write uh, if you wrote a Marvel soundtrack? I don't know. This like, this like, uh, the, the Brian Wilson so wanted to be accepted yeah. by like, like the artsy cool people and yep. like... Or, like, I'm also thinking of, like, Nirvana, like how Kurt Cobain didn't like it when Jock started coming to his shows. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... So, you don't think Brian Wilson would like this cover? Because Paul Simon uh, loves the Disturbed cover of Sound of Silence. I'm, I'm sure Brian Wilson would definitely say this is a very solid cover and that he appreciates, you know, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. But I can't imagine he's like, oh, I wish I did it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he did? Oh, that'd be crazy. I mean, he, it's not like he's got a perfect track record with decisions since no. Pet Sounds. Definitely not. He did a yeah. rap in the 90s. Yeah. Right. My name's Brian Wilson, and I'm here to say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I don't care what you're here to say. Um, all right. Should we talk about Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Yeah, I say you should give your Guardians review. Okay. I don't really have anything new to add to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. We're talking you about doing see an episode. It. Yeah. I have watched it. We will do an episode. It. All right. Uh, I want to commit If you'd like that, I mean, even if you don't, Jordan seems pretty gung-ho about it. Yeah. So I think we're going to do a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross episode just because we talked about it so gosh darn much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they will not uh, use any euphemisms like that in the uh, movie. No. And I showed you that uh, Glenn and Gary, Glenn and Ross, and it's just the compilation video of every time they say fuck. <laughs> yeah. And they say it like 200 times. Yeah. It's great. Well, the uh, 
the some reviewer when it came out called it death of a fucking salesman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's great. Yeah. Good film. Um, so for my Guardians of the Galaxy two review, I'm gonna give this one a five. Five. Five Avengers. And you know who's there? All the OG Guardians of the Galaxy, because I spent a lot of time talking about music, so I don't have time to put interesting arrangements of people at a table. Makes sense. All adds um, up. And Nebula and Mantis, the two new people, they're not there. Uh, okay. Because... I'll, I'll put them on mine. Yeah. Um, Assuming it gets over two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious, because the, the only time we've ever agreed on this podcast is when we both gave Guardians 1 a 5.5. Mm-hmm. Will we agree here? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only three hours time will tell. Yeah, this is going to be a jumbo episode. We still have to tell the Brandy story. Actually, at the very beginning of this, since we're getting into the review portion, I should confess that I did not watch the movie this week, and I should also confess that neither did Cade. This is... Thanks (laughs) thanks for dragging me down with you. So this is the first time neither of us watched... I mean, we watched it in May, in theaters. Yeah. Opening night. Together. Together. And we were there, um, and we just... We must declare before we start this podcast. I think we got to tell the Brandy story because it really ties into how impacted yeah. we were by this film. All right. So when did the original Guardians come out? Two thousand fourteen. Okay. Did August twenty fourteen. You saw it when it came to my movie theater in January. Right. Okay, that's what it was. Uh, months later. So that was probably October. I believe it came. Yeah. So you watched it. In and October. Brandy Summer was the summer. Brandy Summer was the summer of twenty fifteen. Okay. Right before we saw Ant-Man. So I, I saw the Guardians that fall. I was just trying to put Guardians yes, in context. To, correct. Co- context to the rest of this. Because I yes. think at the time of the Brandy story, we'd already, we even said that it sounded like a Guardians. I had been saying, yeah. put this, James Gunn, tweet at live James Gunn, yeah. tweet at you. Put Brandy on the fucking soundtrack. This is the most yeah. quintessential Guardians goddamn song and, they, right. and he did he listened yeah. so thanks james in any case so the the story begins we we've just graduated <sighs> from and college we are living la vida loca folks we are basically we're both running out our leases yes uh <laughs> i have a probably 20 hour a week job at the movie theater where we saw guardians of the galaxy um and jordan watched all of grounded for life in a week yeah well not a single week it took me longer than that but I, I was just living in my apartment, waiting for my lease to run out before I moved back home. So for like a uh, couple months. Yeah, and then you moved back, and then I moved back here. <laughs> to yeah. live La Vida Loca all over again. Yeah. Um, so basically, let's give them an outline of how every day was back in the day. So I would wake up uh-huh. back in the day two years ago. Yeah. I would wake up. I'd go to work from like nine until one. Uh-huh. I didn't have a car. Jordan was kind enough to come pick me up. After my free lunch. Yeah. And then he'd drive me to my apartment where we would watch Mad Men for two hours. Yeah. Or, at least. And we normally would have to take a break because Mad Men was so intense. Yeah. Like, so much happened. You can't just... That's you not, can't that's binge not, it. It's not a Lay's potato chip. No, it is not. You it can't is, keep popping. It is a meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> it is a meatloaf of a show. You gotta sit on those. You gotta sit on that loaf. And uh, the other thing we were trying is to do the harmony parts for the Beatles rock band. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. I wanted... We, we had not so through. many goals for the summer. Yeah. Um, didn't hit all of them. Didn't hit all of them. We tried... We had... Be- I had Beatles rock band, and I wanted to do every harmony yeah. in Beatles rock band. But... Very difficult, because yeah. that game, they didn't fix all the harmony kinks. It's It wants you to be Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Yeah. And we were close. pretty close. Yeah. But not quite... Uh, my actually favorite moment of playing Beatles rock band was you with you was I had had several beers and I look at you 
and I'm just we were singing "Drive My Car" or something. And I yeah. look at you during the solo, and I said, "Do you think they knew they were perfect?" And you said, "They knew." <laughs> it's confident as all hell. That's the Beatles, man. It is the Beatles. They did know they were perfect, except for those two songs I didn't really like earlier in this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Alex uh, was also doing a similar wait, but also amidst uh, amidst, I think it was. Earlier in that year, like before we even graduated, you showed me Brandy, but you showed it via your yes. phone speaker. In, and we I were at a very, Wendy's drive through And I was very unimpressed. I was like, what, Brandy, this song's generic. I phone don't like speaker. it speaker. We were order, mid-order, too. Like, I yeah. wasn't giving... I was... You were like, turn that goddamn thing off. I want her to know that I want curly fries. Yeah. And you got your fries, and I was all mopey for uh-huh. about two months. And then Alex comes up. Alex is a key factor, which is really would have been great. Why he's not here... I'm just, do you want to do your best Alex impression? Because you're really good with impressions. And, like, donate to the story. Uh, I don't think I have any to add here. I'll have a line that he would have done. And also, I don't don't know what impersonation I'd possibly do. Like, what affectation Alex does that I could take on. Um, What does Kermit the Frog do that you could take on? He has a funny voice. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got a funny voice if you think hard enough. If they try. Do they? I mean, could sure. I, I don't know if I If an it. Australian guy hears us, they think we have funny voices. Well, that's, that's, that's true. That's how language works. You just got to view it with different ears. Yeah. View with different ears. I was going to say, it'd be hard to do an impression of you, but I've actually, one of the notes I've gotten on this podcast is that we sound very similar and that people really? have gotten confused. Yeah. Who's people? <laughs> Your sister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, I don't think we sound at all like... Maybe that's just when you like do a podcast together. It's like marriage. You start to look like each other. You, you start, start to, to sound, sound like each other. You start to say the same sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, this Alex came up. He was living a similar lifestyle. Uh, so anyway, uh, he comes up to visit frequently mm-hmm. on the reg. Yeah, um, and I, I'm at Cade's apartment all the time too because my apartment is just me. Yeah, alone. Yeah, and mine. Had Alex sometimes. Yeah. And and Mad Men. And Mad Men. You didn't have Netflix for whatever? No, I did, but I wasn't going to watch Mad Men without you because we were watching it That's right. episode by episode and together. And you didn't have a TV. We had to watch it on your computer whenever we did watch it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, Alex comes up one fateful weekend, and mm-hmm. it's really just one of those you had to be there, which is a yeah. shame because we tell this story to fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Including you fine people. <laughs> Including all 3 million 15 of you, we yeah. have been hyping up this story since <laughs> the yeah. start of the podcast. Tragically, there isn't much to it, except for that we've gone to see Ant-Man. No, I think this was post-Ant-Man. Really? This was early summer. Well, okay, but it was still in the era of where we had excess popcorn around all the time. Yes. Popcorn's got soaked, so just as the, Jordan has So imagine a, a, an apartment, a student-housed apartment that smells a little bit like stale beer... A little bit like a classy old fashioned. A la Mad <laughs> we Man. would drink and old a little, fashions with Mad Men. and a lot of bit like buttery popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> we would. Oh, th- this was also the summer we broke the free popcorn rule at the Regal. We yeah. went to the movies probably at least once a week, sometimes more frequently. And we, I mean, not for the whole thing, but we had a. Stretch. Me and Alex did. Mm. You you were too. You had too much clout to see some of the movies. Me and Alex <laughs> saw like we saw. Oh, uh, God. We we saw Terminator Genesis. We saw some bad ones. Yeah. I wasn't going to go see that shit. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't. You are just no. like, I'm just going to go home and slow cook meat. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. <laughs> and then watch uh, Grounded for Life. Mm-hmm. And you did. I did. Um, so anyway, Alex uh, and I were hanging out. And for some reason, I don't know what, maybe it was fate. 
Maybe it was serendipity. But we were at the liquor store buying my weekend handle. I would buy a handle for every weekend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this handle actually lasted a long period of time because it's just such an iconic story. I bought a handle of brandy. You yeah. guessed it, brandy. Um, what a fine and, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and as fate would have it, I brought that brandy home with me that one night. And me and Alex, I'd never had brandy, so I was going to try it. Uh, Alex well, came out for the weekend. I was at the liquor store with you when you got it. Oh, okay. Because we were trying to figure out what you wanted, and that was really cheap. Yes. And it was also it was a $20, lot. dollars <laughs> large quantity like of full juice. handle. What, did they drink it in Fraser? I know we wanted to drink sherry, sherry at one point. No, yeah, they don't drink brandy in Fraser. Huh. But it's a fortified wine, so it's in the same neighborhood. Maybe is that why? Because I remember we were yeah. looking for sherry, and we are just like, let's just get brandy. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Could our love of Fraser have spawned this amazing story? It's definitely part of it. It's <laughs> part of the fabric. Uh, so anyway, me, Alex, and Jordan are sitting there doing, you know, just playing video games maybe. It was a Friday night. Yeah. Um, and I crack open the brandy. And I pour myself a glass. I use several ice cubes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I drink Standard it. drink stuff. I drink it. Um, it's great. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy it. And then Alex, uh, no, not Alex. Well, you both were on the porch or something. We yeah. were playing rock band. That's what it was. Mm. Naturally, that was yeah. just we would we would have a few brews or brandies yeah. and play some rock band. Play some rock band. And then I said, while well, you guys were on the porch, this reminds me of a song. Uh huh. And I queued up. You guessed it, "Brandy" by Looking Glass on the Spotify playlist. <laughs> that was. I mean, I turned off Rock Band because you guys said I like started playing a Foo Fighters song, and both of you were adamant about Everlong, and I didn't choose <laughs> Everlong. And you're like, "Fuck this game! We're going to the porch." And we did. And so you went on the porch. It's called protesting. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Yeah. So I, I played that song. I made it through it, and then I'm like, "I'm, I'm drinking a brandy. I'm going to listen to Brandy." I pull up Brandy, yeah. and uh, I go out onto the porch. I open the door, and I'm like. We're just talking, and I think one of you was just, what is this song? I'm like, it's mm. fucking Brandy, Jordan. Yeah. I showed it to you that one time in the Wendy's parking lot. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this sounds better than when it, you showed yeah. it to me then. Long story short, <laughs> I queue up Brandy. A second oh, time. A second time. And then a third time. And then a third time. And then a tenth time. We listened to Brandy. I still have the play count. Yeah. 86 times total that weekend in a <laughs> row. Probably that night we probably heard at least 30, 40 times. Yeah. Nothing else. Just one after the other. And every single time that first little yes. slide guitar went in, we all looked around in total surprise <laughs> and, and go, oh, oh hello. <laughs> what's what this? is this? <laughs> and it escalated to the point where we were seeing all of the harmonies of Brandy off of the balcony uh -huh. of our porch. Yeah. Uh, and we were just singing, Brandy, fine girl, what a good wife you would be, such a fine girl, all off that balcony. Yeah. And it was just something that the three of us shared, and we never really let go. We would walk around, we'd looking for parties in the dead of summer <laughs> around Stonegate. There's no one home. Uh, we'd had a couple brandies, and we'd be looking for parties, and we'd just be singing brandy. <laughs> I don't remember actually That's, looking for parties. We did that. I think it was this weekend. We looked for a party, and we found it. Uh, did we? We found one, and you're like, I want to go inside. You and Alex were like, I want to go inside. And I'm like, really? I don't trust them. <laughs> Huh. I don't. I don't want to go in there. Like we just wanted to go in to see what they would do. I yeah. <laughs> well, I think you wanted to. You, th you I think you thought it was a free party, much like JMU offers on, yeah. on the reg. 
Oh, that's just so unlike me. I, I, I know I used to like to go to walk around that apartment complex a lot because yeah. there was like a we did. pretty scenic like maybe Alex started it and you just followed his lead. Yeah. Um, maybe he, you know, wanted to be part of the party. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? We're party animals, especially Brandy Summer. <sighs> oh, that Brandy Summer. So, um, we drank the brandy. Uh, over the course of probably two and a half weeks, we watched a lot of Mad Men. We kept listening to Brandy for pretty much the rest of the summer. It was a staple in our yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, no, it was. There's not a weekend that went by without, <laughs> without least, like a five glass plays. or a song of Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in fact, I created a drink in uh, honor of the song called a Brandy Blast, where I bought Baja Blast, yeah, the Mountain Dew uh, Taco Bell classic, and I mixed it with Brandy. It tasted great. <laughs> Pretty trashy. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I drank a lot of Brandy Blast that summer. Well, you had to get rid of your brandy. Yeah. That was... And I think it lasted far longer than two and a half weeks. I think it lasted like a month and a half. There's no way it took a month and a half for me. At least a what month. What else were we drinking? What else was I drinking? You were, you bought beer while drinking the brandy. I couldn't you, afford you beer. S- no, no, because you got <laughs> sick of it. I'm pretty sure oh, you bought oh, some beer. Oh, yeah. I did drink them. a lot one night. Yeah. That was... Yeah. I, too much. <laughs> too, too much, much brandy. brandy. Not enough of the it? song, though. <laughs> Not nearly enough of the song. But the the point is that we had an investment in this song. We loved this song. We, we wanted it to be in Guardians 2. Yes. And Not as only, everyone who's seen it has uh, knows, it is prominently Not featured. Not only was it featured in the film, <laughs> it was described by Kurt Russell. Who's a godlike Who deity. is a god. It is literally God telling Star-Lord, the main character, the Jordan Arcade of the film, <laughs> that Brandy was the greatest invention of mankind. It was perhaps the greatest song <laughs> man ever produced, I think is what No, I said. think he said it's the greatest invention. Invention? Uh, yeah. I think it was more than song. I don't know if it... I, I thought it was the greatest musical work. I think it was something more than that. Maybe I just heard it like that because that's what I believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was, uh... And me and Jordan looked at each other in, in the, the theater, theater, and we were just like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, also it started, it, it should also mention that it's opened with Brandy, and we were just like... Because they were talking about Brandy uh, while they're driving the car, uh, Star-Lord's mom, and the, the god, Echo, or whatever his name is, Ego. Um... And we're just like, isn't this great how much Brandy content this film has? And you're just like, yeah, it really is. And then later in the film, it is not only brought up again, it is called The Greatest Invention (laughs) of Mankind, which I have been saying for decades. Yeah. Um, And it truly is. It it truly is. Uh, Are you looking up? I was looking at the Brandy quote, yeah. From. How are you going to find that? We'll see. (laughs) Should have watched the film, then you'd know. I've never had a problem with you not knowing the quote of a film. You remembered all of the Hulk. You, <laughs> that's you because I really it word re- for word. That's because I really it was weird. I didn't it. ask you to do it. Mm, let's see. Every every instance is just lyrics from the song, like it's them singing, <laughs> singing along. <laughs> That they're quoting Guardians, quoting yeah the song, just straight in the movie. Yeah, huh? Well, that's not what we want. I think you're just gonna have to take my word for it. I would so love this. Maybe I can just find the entire screenplay. (laughs) I think you're gonna be looking for a lot of. 
Well, how far into this podcast are we? Should we start talking about the film? We can. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, start, so no start, rush. Start hitting some All right. Synopsis. So this is going to be fun because neither me nor Jordan have seen this movie in four months. Earth's finest composition. That's what he calls it. Shit. Well, I mean, that can mean one of two things. Composition. Because uh-huh. technically you and me are composed of matter. Did you think about that? Along with that. Just float. <laughs> what? What are you letting Okay, float? yeah. I was, I, was, I was letting a comment float in the air. Just linger. <laughs> yeah. That's the bad joke it was. <laughs> oh, that was a good joke. No. I think a lot of people laughed at that. No. Uh, tweet at us if you think that joke was funny. Um, I got zero tweets coming in. Oh, well, this isn't going to air in probably four or five weeks. I know. Uh, okay. Probably well, three. Yeah, we definitely shouldn't have done that three-part Stanley episode. I think we're going to cut <laughs> the other two parts, though, by the time this airs. All right. You're so goddamn invested in your laptop right I, now. I so wanted to find that quote. <laughs> Didn't got, you just find it? Yeah, I got I got the gist of it. I wanted the whole thing. I wanted his whole little monologue about Brandy. We just, okay. Well, it was great. We looked at each other. We told the audience the Brandy Blast story, yeah. which they've been dying to hear. All right, so let's get back to business. Let's start going over the actual plot of this movie. Okay, so it starts with none other than Ego and Starlord's mom in a car listening to what, Jordan? Brandy. Listening to motherfucking Brandy. They pull in behind a Dairy Queen. Yep. Uh, Product placement. Sneak into the woods, plant something. Some blue gel. Yeah. Uh, And then, based on that... I think we just skipped to the actual crew. Yeah, so then it opens with Mr. Blue Sky. Mm -hmm. uh, That fight. The fight, fighting the huge octopus. And they're all out of the depth of field, and he's like, it's all focused on Groot. Yep. Baby Groot is Mm -hmm. making... Oh, Baby Groot is like the... Most brilliant marketing tool yeah, he, ever. He's, he's minions it's level. In, oh, yeah. He's absolutely minions level. I bet I oh James Gunn totally knew what he was doing, too. Yeah. Because we're going to get Teenage Groot in Infinity War. Yeah. I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. Surely you can't market Teenage Groot as much. And Baby Groot wasn't nearly as powerful as original Groot. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, like, really all you had was his cuteness. Yeah, Teenage Groot should have some power, though, because he I, I imagine he's much more fast and agile than Big Groot is, but he probably hmm. has developed a lot more of his powers back. That's a good point. It's so he might be able to Spider-Man around a little bit, oh, like jump that. off walls and shit. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd be that's curious. what I would do with him. Okay, I'm, I'm curious. I'm definitely excited to see Teenage Groot up against Thanos. Yeah, that probably was... just a 1v1. And just walk <laughs> you think, up to him and you knock think him Teenage out. Groot could take him? Yeah. Take Thanos? Yep. Solo. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, so they do the Mr. Blue Sky scene, and then Star-Lord gets an invitation from mm-hmm. someone to go to this planet. Yeah. And then 20 minutes in the movie, he says, Peter, I'm your father. Yes. And immediately I'm like, I don't buy it. This guy's probably lying. No, it was it was the classic movie thing where something's too good to be true, yeah. and then it is. And well, the fact that it happened this early in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You, you know think, that yeah, there's yeah. conflict yeah. coming. Yes. It can't all just yeah. be this. So uh, that was a bit But him and Gamora leave, or it's him, Gamora, and Drax. Yeah, and they were doing some they love all thing, to... too, because they were playing that uh, Sam Cooke song that I think's on the soundtrack. He Basically, Star Wars, uh, this kind of... Is much falls under the well, this less than the other two movies, but I think this kind of slightly pulls an Avengers 2 and Iron Man 2. We have more content to come, but we gotta sort of stretch out the time. So their mm. relationship was basically just the exact same ex- in the same place it was in the first film. Yeah. So it's like, 
Will they, won't they? Yeah. We still aren't going to find out at the end of this film. Yeah. And then the other thing that this movie was doing is it focused a lot on different familial relationships. So the the big things are the father-son relationship between Quill and Ego. Yeah. And the sister relationship between Gamora and I can't remember the blue lady's name. Nebula. Nebula. The yeah. daughters of Thanos. Yeah. Those were like the two big conflicts. Yes. And, and late in the movie... Uh, the sister thing, at the very least, was just like, "Oh, we were rivals. You always, yeah. we were always so jealous of each other." Yeah. And then they're somehow fine again. I thought that was kind of shallow and lame. Um, well, I mean, could you imagine if your parents pitted you and your sister to fight to the death, and you had like a whole bunch of robot arms, and your sister would always beat you in a fight? Yeah, I imagine I w- wouldn't be settled with just such a, a normal platitude-filled conversation. Well, I'm, they fought a lot more before that. Yeah. Also, they sort of just threw... I think at the beginning of this movie, it starts with them capturing Nebula, and there's not really a story, or it just sort of happens. Yeah. That's just the detail. Um, which is fine, because she's it's kind of... A, I, she's going to be in Infinity War, so they got to introduce mm-hmm. her. So is Mantis. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Mantis lives on Ego's planet, and she's yeah. like an empath. She can feel a bunch of feelings. Yondu shows up uh, to the ship that they have left behind to go see Ego, and Rocket and Groot are hanging out. I mean, Baby Groot. So he's Baby Groot does is so basically worthless. Yeah. He's a great marketing tool, great character, but in the regards to Guardians, he cannot help him out a lot. Well, except for that button thing at the end. He could have anyone could have hit a button. No, no, because it was it was too small. Oh, so he had to run into the yeah. Oh, Rocket is probably the same size though. Now he's a little bit bigger, <laughs> just slightly too big. Uh, in fact, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, look at you defending a Marvel film. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Yondu shows up, he whistles with his red arrow. Rocket has set a whole bunch of booby traps, which I really enjoy that scene, because that's very fun. That's just classic Guardians yeah. antics. Uh, and then, I think it kind of ended quickly, because they outpower Rocket, because um, he doesn't have enough manpower. Yeah, even though he does a hell of a job. Yeah, he does his damnedest. Yeah. Um... And then they, someone comes back and saves them. Who's that? No, I think they go to Ravager Jail. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah, they do, because they take his, his mohawk. Yes. Oh, Yondu also joins them in Ravager Jail. Yes. So, because and then he breaks that guy's, out. Uh, what's his name? Something face. Razor face? Razor face. Yeah, yeah, I think Is that's that his it. name? It's, they make Taser, fun face. Taser, Taser face. Taser face. Yeah, they make fun of it a lot. Yeah. Which was, I feel like a lot of these jokes seemed more forced than the first one. Yeah. I definitely... It was it was less natural. Like they were like yeah. I don't you know. You can tell they were trying for us. I did not like the taser face thing. I no. thought that was. I didn't think it was a bad concept. I just yeah. I don't know. If I it think was the like execution was yeah. worse. Like in the first film, when Rocket is like, "Give me that guy's leg," and then it cuts to yeah. You want my what? And then it cuts back to Rocket. Why did you get his leg? Like yeah. that was very funny because I had no idea that was coming. Yeah. Hilarious. And now it's just. I think he even does it again in this film. Yeah. Like, we already know what you're up to, Rocket. Come up with a new joke. Yeah, and I also just feel like there's some names in Guardians that are as ridiculous as Taserface that don't get made. <laughs> <laughs> I think Taserface is the one that you understand the most. That definitely yeah. sounds like the most generically bad. Like, that's the nickel yeah, yeah, like of... like Yondu is more intimidating, just innately. Well, it's because you have no idea what Yondu means. You yeah. know the Taser and Face are individual words. Yeah, but you could just be like, Yondu-do, and then... Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that didn't come up. <laughs> yeah. It should have been a character in this film. Uh. Um, so anyway, we're watching Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. And at some point, 
the brandy quote is made. I feel like we're missing out on a lot of content of this film. Well, there's a lot on the there's that scene between the oh. ego and Quill where they throw the the ball of like fusion yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's learning his powers. Yep. They go through all the things because he's a god. Him. Yeah, he convinces like how he met his mother and stuff. Yeah, yep. except for it didn't take him like a thousand seasons. So- <laughs> <laughs> And right. then, yeah, they, they throw that little orb thing, which got a huge laugh from the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of explore the planet a little bit. I don't think anything else is happening, really. I guess some some Nebula, Gamora stuff is happening at the same the, time. Um, well, we get to meet Mantis. What are your thoughts on Mantis for the first for the first time? It's a very weird look she has. Mm-hmm. When seeing the actress at yeah, Extraordinary, the extraordinary yeah, Stan Lee tribute. I was like, oh... That makes sense that she's as attractive as a movie star. (laughs) But you don't really get a sense of it. I mean, she's supposed to be like a bug. Yeah. And they do a good job making her look like a bug. (laughs) Um, I like her and Drax's interactions. I think that's very organic. And that's really what sort of the magic that the first movie was trying to inspire. Like when he's like, um, it's good that I think you're ugly because. That means that I like you for who you are, not for your looks. (laughs) It's just just classic Drax. Drax? And this, I think he might have gotten the most laughs yes, of absolutely. any character, and that's that seems weird to me. But I think they focused on him the least, probably. Yeah, because they're definitely ev- focusing. every time they cut to him, he would have a quip. Like yeah, every time. Yeah. Well, and by quip, I mean like just statement. Yeah, really <laughs> something obvious to statement. say. Yeah. Um, well, Star Lord didn't seem that funny as compared to the first one. Yeah, he was too busy. Rocket didn't. Baby Groot also was. You know, I mean, he's Groot's probably the least funny of all of them. Yeah. Maybe more funny than Gamora. Yeah, Gamora's really not played for laughs no. ever. <laughs> the straight man. Yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy, I think because they tried the least on Drax, I think it came out like the most organic. Yeah. And he was the most entertaining to watch. Um, and then Star-Lord... We have maybe you should pull up a description because I feel yeah. like we're skipping over a lot. Of this we're missing film. some plot elements. There's surely some plot we're missing. Uh, um, another this thing. one's tough to rewatch because it's not. It is out, but it's like it's still an expensive, expensive Blu-ray stage. Oh, I just bought it. You should have borrowed it. Well, Actually, you could have watched it too. I don't own it. You yet. also don't. It's know in the mail. Happening. Sorry, I, I forgot. I did buy it though. Let's see. Um, yeah, but hey, I've already seen these movies. That's not the point of the podcast. But we've both seen this <laughs> one, and neither of us remember. Um, so anyway, these blue people. You can't even so Blue anyway. means. You just don't know enough. And so anyway, I know enough. I know enough of this film. Oh, this is a detailed synopsis. Great. Read it off. Well, I'm not going to start at the beginning. <laughs> Surely we missed something. Uh, Here we are at Mantis and Drax form a bond. The Ravagers throw Rocket and Yondu in a cell. Yeah. They take Groot for their entertainment. Back on Ego's planet, Peter tries to woo Gamora with his dance moves. Yeah. Peter and Ego continue to bond. Rocket, Groot, Yondu, and Kraglin make their make it to their destination. Yondu spoilers. Yeah. Um, Ego's James Gunn's little brother. It is. Yeah. He's in uh, Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Nice. He plays Kirk, who's an eccentric member of the town, who in the most recent series tries to start his own Uber. In the Day in the Life series? Yeah. Which you watched, apparently. Uh, I watched pieces of it. It's significantly worse than the show. Oh, really? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I, I, I The fan base, I think, 
is it's, so it, strong. Well, and it's the type that give this a pass because they're just so excited to have more yeah. of their favorite characters. So you like, were watching it for the sharp writing originally. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. It's got... My dad liked it. Yeah. and But he, he would always, like, give me shit for watching 300. He's like, you're watching a whole bunch of oily Spartan men. I'm going to go watch Gilmore Girls with your sister. Yeah. So that was my role model. Well, do you See, remember, this is why do you remember, I think... Do you remember how attractive uh, Lauren Graham was? Yeah. No. Wait, not no. Rory. Oh, well, my God. Yeah, but your dad wasn't watching Alexis for Rory. He was watching Cordell. for... Lauren Graham. No, he said he was watching for the smart content. Why would my dad lie to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he was. He you was, and my dad are the same person. He was what, what were you watching it for? I was watching it for Alexis Bledel. There you go. Then that's what my dad was watching it for. <laughs> I think he was watching. Uh, <laughs> in any case, <laughs> we'll never know. Dad, come on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> talk about Logan and how you didn't see. This is why Hugh Jackman is like a better role model for me than my father. <laughs> this is why I cried during Logan. Um, but anyway. Uh, you're, you were reading the description, yeah. and then you so, sidetracked into Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Ego explains to Peter that he wants to make what he calls the expansion. What did you think of the last four words of Gilmore Girls? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what were they? Make America Great Again. <laughs> yeah. It was Mom, I'm Pregnant? Yeah. Or something. No, uh, Hey Mom. Or it was, yeah, Mom, I'm Pregnant was the summary of that. Yeah. And that was supposed to be how it originally ended, but they didn't uh, end it that way because someone else took over the show in the last season. So they made and this they scrapped and they their original it. idea. Well, it's so much. I mean, yeah, and it's so much different because now it's been years later. Mom, I'm pregnant isn't like a scary thing because Rory's like an adult at this point. <laughs> she should be pregnant. Yeah. Although she doesn't have a suitor, which you know yeah. is pretty damning in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, but she's not sixteen, so clearly it's better than. Yeah. Well, she was. She was, was like twenty. By the end of the show, wasn't she? Eight seasons? Yeah. Yeah. So she twenty. So even still a reasonable age to have a child. Yeah. It, but it's just so reasonable now. Yeah. Like, oh, it's really super like, reasonable. It's, She's trying to beat her biological clock. Like, yeah. everyone should have expected that this happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you enjoyed it. Yeah. You enjoyed the last four words of Gilmore Girls, A Day in the Life. It sets up the next part of it so well. It was clearly it would have been better as the original end. Are they going to do more content? I like I like the four words. I don't like when it was placed. I don't know if they're going to do more content. Hmm. They did more Fuller House. I know. Which you also love. I don't love Full House. <laughs> I watched quite a bit of Full House because that was on Nick at Night forever. For so much of my youth. And I, whenever I was like as a kid, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I could go watch TV. Yeah. In, in the adjacent bedroom that had nothing else in it but a TV and like a so lazy like boy. living room. No. It was more like a playroom. Was this on a school night you'd go in there? Oh, yeah. Oh. All the time. What did your parents say? Well, they, they were on the bottom floor. Oh, so they'd have no idea. They were, they were so far away. Oh there was God. like, a, they were in a wing. <laughs> Removed from the house on a different floor. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had basically free reign. I could go do whatever. And then i just wake up early. Didn't your sister ever snitch on you? Nah, she was asleep. Oh, but she, you never woke her up with your loud cackling at the Full House cast. <laughs> no, that's the good thing about Full House. It never makes, it, it never makes you laugh. <laughs> um, so, But I would also watch that or like Adult Swim. Weren't you into, tired? Uh, probably. Is this why you got straight F's in elementary school? I didn't. I did amazing in elementary school. Straight F's is not amazing, Jordan. I got S's or something. That's not even... A, that's below F. <laughs> that's worse. That's lower on the scale. No, but... Uh, 
yeah, I did spend a lot of time watching Full House. Nick at night in the wee hours in the morning. Though it probably wasn't actually the wee hours in the morning, because now that I'm thinking about it, you went about like nine. Yeah, exactly. Stayed up to eleven or yeah. whatever. So like one at the latest. Yeah. Okay, that's reasonable. Although I needed my sleep, and I also so that's the only reason I watch Full House. That's the moral of that story. <laughs> Which brings us back to Gilmore Girls. Which brings us back to the movie. <laughs> what does this pl- synopsis say? Okay. Try uh, to avoid connecting it to Gilmore Girls, so you Ego explains you. to Peter that he wants to make what he calls the expansion, yeah. which is basically just he tells his son that he's a virus that's going to take over the universe, and his son is like, maybe not. Uh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And so maybe then Rocket, Groot, and Yandu meet up with Gamora, Drax, Nebula, and Mantis to gear up to stop, stop Ego. Mm-hmm. Um, they meet a fleet of sovereigns who are out to kill them as well. Peter okay. Peter fights Ego's human form, but his entire plan itself fights back. Oh, yeah. He uh, loses that fight. This was right around the time he says Brandy was the greatest composition mm-hmm. of mankind. Yeah, and so then Drax carries Mantis to the ship. I guess she got hurt at some point in this. I'm glossing over a large portions of this. Uh, Rocky gives his last spacesuit to Yondu. Knowing that, that happened in the first movie. That yeah. was a very popular... Spacesuit sharing is just mm-hmm. a popular trope in these films. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Peter watches Yondu die. Oh, no. They give him a Ravager oh, funeral. You hated the Ravager's funeral. No, I just hated the line where they explained what it was. <laughs> you didn't know what it was. It was clearly a funeral. <laughs> For what? I don't think you even knew they were okay. Ravagers. I did know they were Ravagers. <laughs> and uh, earlier in the film, he was sad about being kicked out of the Ravagers. He, he was kicked out specifically because of Quill. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they send him off, and there's a bunch of fireworks, and all of the Ravagers show up for his funeral, clearly showing that he'd been forgiven and like let back into the Ravagers. Yep. And then once someone has to make the line... Hey, it's Ravager's funeral. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Did Paul have, Shore make that We line? have all the context we need to know that it's a Ravager's funeral. Okay, so you just This don't. wasn't a big complaint, but it was just like, <laughs> why? Why do they have to say that? Why can they never trust the audience to just understand something? Um, Doesn't that frustrate you when they no, just like... No, not at all. I'm like, oh, cool, Ravager's funeral. I don't know. It's, it's weird when I'm watching these movies, like... I'm not really. I that is that is definitely okay. something I would have picked up on like the following day. I would have been like, "Oh, that was a funeral." Yeah. My brain processes these things, but I think it just takes longer than your brain. So, like, if we, if there was like a sword fight in the movie, okay. and then a guy stabs someone, yep, and then he was like, "Oh, I've stabbed him now. He will bleed out and die. I have killed him and won the mission." That would you is, be like, "That's okay?" That's, no, because it's so expository. It's so lame. I, I think you're being hyperbolic. I, I think, am, of course, being hyperbolic. But it's the same thing where it's like we see what's happening, we understand it. They don't if, need to tell us. What if I think this is more popular in action films when you stab someone, you leave him there, and then the guy says he's dead? Was that the same thing to you? Is that equally upsetting? Yeah. Never tell me what I've already seen. What if he's not dead though? It what if it wasn't a Ravager's funeral? And it was building but, but all the greater. Ravagers were there. <laughs> For a party, perhaps? Clearly in an act of forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Based on their new understanding, given the new knowledge. Yes. Okay. That was all assumed. It was clearly a Ravager's funeral. Mm. I'm not quite convinced. You don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm okay with this. My only... 
this just seemed, I know I know technically it's volume two, but this honestly just seemed like Guardians of the Galaxy 2.0. I felt like there wasn't I mean, a lot of new content. What's the difference between 2 and 2.0? That's why I'm saying it's not the best of comparisons. I just feel like it's uh, not. Why wasn't it? It's like Event Ultron. Why isn't it like 1 and 1.5? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> that would make more sense. Well, one if point, it's a half step. Yeah, because all you do I guess is 2.0 is decimal. the next level. You just change the significant yeah, all right, digits. So 1.5. Yeah. Well, we were calling Event Age of Ultron just Avengers Rehashed. Yeah, which is synonymous for 2.0. Rehashed and 2.0 are the same thing. <laughs> we're gonna have to edit a lot of this dead silence out. No, no, I sound pretty it, stupid. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point of the dead silence. <laughs> um. Okay. See, I, don't, I don't like how you have like editing powers because you can make me say whatever I want. You no, can splice me. I want. You can splice me to say what. Splice me to say like I am grabbing my balls. Yeah, but you just said it, and I, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm just. That's an example. Think of the other things you can make me say. Yeah, like uh, like I'm grabbing my butt. I, I got that too. <laughs> uh oh, I can switch those. So now now I'm grabbing my butt. <laughs> I'm grabbing my butt balls. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't want people to know that. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> Whew. This uh, is a really lazy episode. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, we had we put a lot of energy into that story that we lived. I think the I think this is just a lazy film. Not to condemn James Gunn. I think this is just Guardians 2.0. To quote Jordan, it is just more Guardians, and it's, it's not more bad. Guardians. It's it's, it's Guardians. <laughs> more Guardians. It, it's like uh, more Guardians. Jarden. It's like they, uh, I how they used to love to make animated series based on a movie, like yep. Jimmy Neutron the movie, sure. and then they had the animated series. Yeah. This is like an episode from the animated series Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Like it's just that like it's just thing. another one of their adventures. It doesn't really yeah. matter. It's just another random That's a episode. really good metaphor. Or like the Buzz Lightyear show. Yeah. Remember that? This Ooh. is very much an episode of the Buzz Lightyear yeah. show. Oh man, you're rolling with the metaphors <laughs> today. I I will say very strong points of the movie. Fucking Brandy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's two Avengers on its own. Yeah. That gets two Avengers from this guy. Yeah. Uh, who are they? Gamora and Star-Lord, let's say. Um, so for that alone, that's great. Soundtrack. Fucking stellar. Amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and the placement of these songs, I feel like, was less organic than the first one. Yeah. But it, it might have just been that they were more recognizable. Yeah, Because the other true. ones were kind of able to sneak on. Yeah. Like, he could start an intro, and I could not know immediately sure. what song it is. But if you start the intro to Surrender, I know it's yeah. Surrender. And then you're like, all right, I'm ready for Surrender now. Yeah. And then that's this scene is no longer what the scene originally was. It's now the Surrender scene. Yeah. So that's problematic. Overall, though, soundtrack, really yeah. stellar. Um, I mean, I've been listening to it for literally weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have... Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the new characters. Um, mm-hmm. Nebula will most likely be in Infinity War, so will Mantis. I don't think we're going to see new Yondu. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to know what my biggest complaint of this movie was? Huh. No Thanos, no tie-in. Infinity War is a year away at this point. At the point of this movie coming out. Now it yeah. is less. I am so goddamn excited for Infinity War. Yeah. I have not mentioned this on the podca- podcast before. <laughs> yeah. But I am very excited for Infinity oh, War. Oh, I didn't mention this. I really, really love the scene of uh, Yandu with his arrow. I think that's my favorite scene in this whole movie. 
was when his arrow was when they're escaping the, oh, yeah, the yeah. jail and, and the arrow's flying around. Uh, and it's playing that one song, probably my favorite, one of my favorite songs off the soundtrack. Mm. It's not one of, it doesn't, it's hard to say it stands up to something like Mr. Blue Sky. Sure. But it's probably my favorite song that I wasn't. That you didn't know about. Well, I, I kind of, I knew about it, but it wasn't <laughs> like, I, I hadn't been played to death for Okay. It was the most pleasant surprise. And now I cannot remember what it's called, <laughs> but it's. Uh, Fox on the Run. It's not Come and Get Your Love, because that's on the first soundtrack, yeah. but it's... Um, Come and Get Your Arrow Through Your Head. Uh, is it the David Hasselhoff song? No, it's the... Oh! Uh, the guitar players play... Ba -da 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 -da. Da -ah. We haven't even discussed Sylvester Stallone and his ragtag group of... Yeah, that was dumb. Do you think that they're going to have a spinoff? They have to. or I mean, it was dumb if they didn't. It's dumb if they do. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't care. Like, what if I they, bet... I'm well, so uninterested in I could that see them... Into. Come a little bit... Come a little closer. Come a little bit closer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they gonna... Yeah. That is Jay and good. the Americans. I wonder... If they're just going to be in, like, an episode of either Inhumans or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because these are the two new shows. Yeah, By the way, Agents of... Stallone, he's such a big name. He's... What is he doing now? Expendables 4? I mean, he's still a big name. Yeah, but what is he going to be in? I, I, is he, I, is it, he done with Rocky movies? I'm saying, like, he's big enough to where it doesn't even matter. Like, if Clint Eastwood was in it or something like that, you'd still I just think be Clint like... Eastwood is a much bigger name than Rocky. You think? I mean, he's a he. He wrote, directed Rocky. He got an Oscar for it. But Clint Eastwood he's has a done big several deal. projects. Yeah, Rocky's kind of a one-hit wonder. No. Other than Rambo. Rambo, yeah. But still, he's made. He's, he was in that movie about uh, I think, his mom on the. He was like a cop, and then his mom is like real annoying. <laughs> and kindergarten uh, cop. No, it's a uh, mom. Stop making me go to bed. It's the kindergarten cop. No, this was the a film. this was a notoriously bad movie that Sylvester only took because he thought oh the arm thought, wrestling movie or the thumb war movie. Maybe there's I some have no idea what that is. There was it's in the five dollar bin at Walmart. Sylvester Stallone. No, the movie I'm thinking is Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That does sound pretty dumb. Yeah, it's a bad title. It's got a four point one on IMDb. That's very low. Uh, and the only reason he took it is because uh, Arnold uh, knew that Sylvester was like looking for a new role, and so he like put out rumors that's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about doing this." And then Sylvester was like, "Oh, I got to get that movie," <laughs> and he never even wanted it. There is a spider coming onto your laptop. Yeah, spooky. Um, and he's gone. Yeah. Whew, a perfect Halloween night come to an end <laughs> with that spider. Uh, so. I'm trying to think what else. Well, David Hasselhoff was in this movie. I think for the sole purpose of making that music video. Yeah. Nah. Um, so what do you think about the third soundtrack? What do you think is going to be on it? Well, actually, can I say something about having a David Hasselhoff cameo? Mm, sure. Kind of lame. SpongeBob did it. Oh, so you think they're copying SpongeBob? I'm just saying, like, we, we, we've already done the retro nostalgia bit for David Hasselhoff. Let's, think, let's do the retro nostalgia bit think, for someone else. Do you think if we made... That's, no, that's a good point. I agree with that. Do you think if we made one of these films, it would have to be organic, like, just a very genuine idea, like Guardians 1. Mm -hmm. I know James Gunn didn't 100% come up with that on his own, but he definitely brought it to the mainstream. Yeah. Um, do you think if we did a project like that, 
let's say Fraser Museum gets made, mm-hmm. which is for the audience if they haven't heard our pilot about two college students, which we wrote during the Brandy era. We did, yeah. Who moved from JMU to Seattle to open up a Fraser Crane Museum. Yeah. Maybe one of these days yeah, we'll we read can the give, pilot. We can even give you a little piece of it. Yeah. Uh, look up what day Fraser Crane Day is on, because that's the day we open, and it's a little controversial. And that's the, the pilot. Yeah. We should actually, there's, let's do an episode where we read the script <laughs> to <laughs> Fraser Museum. Uh, we got we got time. Yeah. We got more content. Uh, we Spider-Man's not going to be out till October. Yeah. So this next episode is going to have we'll, to be... Maybe we'll just do a reading. It'll be like Nightmare Inn. <laughs> Uh, we the got Fraser it. episode with the yeah. ham radio. Yeah, yeah, ham radio. That's it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, do you think if we did a film like this, if we made Fraser Museum, uh-huh. a movie or yeah. a successful, I think movie, it has to be a movie. If we made a movie at a Fraser Museum, mm-hmm. do you think we would? And it became a hit. Yeah, we'd get like we'd make a Guardians two out of it. Because you know what movies I also think did this. I I think you'd be hard pressed to get me to do a sequel. Oh, so you're going to... I really prefer not to. I might do it anyway, just like... I'm the type of person who would do a sequel. See, I would do it, like, for Nolan reasons. Like, I want to make another movie. If you finance this, I'll do it. (laughs) I can make whatever else I want. Did Nolan do that? Yeah. He didn't want to do Batman? I think he wanted to do Batman. I think he was... He obviously put a lot of effort into Batman, so clearly he wanted it. But I think he was doing it... One for name recognition to get his brand out there. He's got it now. He can make anything he wants. And two to make Inception. He couldn't get funding for Inception, so he's like, I'll do yeah. this one if you give me this one. Oh, and then he did the same really? thing to get, um, I think he did, like, Dark Knight Rises to do, like, Interstellar and Dunkirk and stuff like that. And now he can do whatever he yeah. wants. Now he's, he's got he's, his own company. He's, he's basically reached, like, Kubrick levels of Archer. Yeah. Ah, what an amazing director. Yeah. I really wish I could enjoy Dunkirk. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just in my head. I can't. Oh, it's, War. It's, it's, what uh, is it good for, man? Any, nothing. That's the point of the movie. <laughs> um, another the point movie, of any war movie. Another movie I think that does this. Uh, Ted One. You're not going to agree with this at all. <laughs> Ted One I think is outstanding, and then Ted Two was just rehash jokes. And well, yeah. you don't really have an opinion on Ted, but you do. You think that Ted Two took sort of a Guardians Two approach to the film? I think I think that's very easy to do. It's just to be like, let's give them more. Yeah, give them more. Give them more. I think, but Ted One is so like because. The first couple seasons of Family Guy. This is a show I can compare it to. Mm-hmm. So hilarious. I find it, and it still holds up. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm. I haven't rewatched them in so long. I, I, in up. high school, I enjoyed the first couple seasons. The early stuff is so good. The early yeah. content. Then it got canceled, and they brought it back. And the first couple seasons were fine. It's just like it's kind of Futurama did the same thing. But Futurama when it, when was like unforgivably bad. I never laughed at a. Re, uh, like a return Futurama um, episode. I think there are some good episodes. Kind of like how there are people that still watch The Simpsons and every once in a while they'll be like, this episode was as good. Though when I go back and watch those, they're never quite as good. I can't imagine that they're that. Yeah. And this is my, that's my childhood. I watched Have you heard like Bart recently? No. I, I caught like a piece of a new episode and Bart's voice has changed significantly. Hmm. Isn't that like higher or lower? Maybe he's at puberty finally after 30 years. No, I think he's just starting to sound more like a woman. Like, because um, he's always been voiced by that yeah, woman. Yeah. So I think it's just... Surely they have enough content of Bart's, like, diction of what he said that they can just edit it together. <laughs> they don't need to pay any of these actors anymore. Uh, they just need to hire editors for half the price. They should just make an AI that randomly generates yep. Simpsons content based on all the based previous on all Simpsons the content. previous... 
Yeah, and it, it got enough content. And it just never stops. It's just an endless stream of pure Simpsons. And it's oh. and it's all all like seasons one through thirteen. <laughs> the good years. Yeah, and it just mix and matches clips of that, like pulp fiction. Like it'll just pull different story arcs. So sometimes you'll have an A plot with a B plot that it wasn't originally with. I would but it transitions into a C plot halfway. It's like they stagger the A and B plot, so it's like a continuous chain. Of I would really TV love show. to write a Simpsons episode, just because. But I feel like, I feel like they're letting anyone write them these days. Yeah. Is the vibe I'm getting from the recent ten years season. Yeah. The past I, ten now years. I'm really caught up in this A plot B plot stagger that I've come up with. I really want to see if that would work. Like if I could connect, like imagine two episodes of a show. Yeah. If I could bridge, like combine them into one episode using the B plot of the of, same of show the first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah. Just, like, edit into a movie like that. String them together. Oh, so one big... I don't know if you could do a movie. That's a lot of content. Yeah. Because there's so much... There's closure that happens. Yeah. Unless you'd have one side plot somehow lead... I mean, there's definitely shows with enough content to do yeah. it. What's a season of a show? That... A season or a series? I think I, I think, think you need an entire series. No, I think it'd be good to turn a season into, like, a movie-long thing. Hmm. Like, what's a good... 10, 12 episode series. Uh, oh, True turn. Detective. You want me to turn that into one movie? <laughs> See, that one, there's like no parts to take out. Yeah, that. That it's is all so... killer content. I'm talking about something like Cheers, where there's there's episodes that don't where do you want anything. 10 to 12? Do you want a drama or do you want a comedy? It can be either. Huh. Like, it could be Mad Men. I think there's stuff I could take out of Mad Men, even though yeah. there's such... It's gold <laughs> always. But some of it sucks. <laughs> None of it sucks. It's just I could theoretically take it out. But you can't like, take out anything of True Detective. No, because it's it's all just the main two guys. There's yeah. no B plots I can take away. Mad Men, I could just get rid of like some a certain of, B plot. Um, let's see. What is your favorite B plot of Mad Men? I know mine. Well, anything with Roger's pretty great. But what's your favorite? Um, your favorite B plot. Uh, certainly not whatever Betty's up to. Betty. Oh, wait. His oh. wife. Oh, no, God, I don't yeah. care what she's doing. I like her in the first season where she's just being a bad 50s mother or mm-hmm. 40s or whatever decade the stakes place. 60s. In. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and she's like, uh, the daughter's running around with a plastic bag over her head and she's yeah. like, that better not be where the laundry was. <laughs> and then that scene where they're just all littering. Yeah. <laughs> now, I like her as the story, as it goes on. It, I think it's tough. People really hate like, the ending of that show, I agree. No, people hate female characters mm-hmm. that are not nice. Like Skylar from um, Breaking Bad. I think she's... I think she, uh, she's fine. I don't think she's necessarily a bad character. No, no, but people complained a lot about her. Because like, she's people cheating on her like husband? Her. Like, her husband is being, like, a dick. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He totally deserves it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he deserves to be cheated on. Well, he doesn't... She can handle. She's definitely not more morally gray than he is. They're both operating under shitty situations. Yet people love what Walt was doing because it's macho and cool, and they hated what she was doing because Um, it's taking away from their cool guy. I don't know. I think Jessica Jones, which could be an episode soon to come. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she does a lot of cool shit, and she's not necessarily a hero. She's kind of like an anti-hero. Well, I guess I guess it's more like. Kind of when it breaks up like a family. If there's a family and the and the wife character yeah. isn't like just kind of going along with it, I feel like sure. that they get a lot of flack. Because I feel at least Betty and Skylar, I think I, there's more examples. Um, than that. Skylar, my big problem with Skylar is this is how I knew I was not going to like her as a character. Season one, there's that whole side plot. I want to watch Meth get made, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you're a much more plot, plot, plot person. And, I am. And Skyler was more character character. No, no, no. Character. But this is even, like, hardcore Breaking Bad fans and cinephiles like you mm. l- hate this part of the film when uh, Marie's sister is stealing. So she oh, yeah, goes to console yeah. her sister. And she's like, you shouldn't be stealing. That really has no place in this show. It was boring. I, I, it was filler. That has there's. I do think it proves an interesting contrast to Walt, though, because like that is that problem for Marie is a serious problem. Like if you knew someone who was doing that, yeah, you'd have to address that. If I knew a klepto, I'd have to tell him to stop. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> if your roommate was bringing back stolen stuff into your house daily. Are you, by my roommate, do you mean Seth? Yeah. And he's not doing this, by the way. Yes. By the way, police who are <laughs> listening to this podcast. You're telling me you just let that slide? Like, if he just comes up with, like, a new TV and you're like, what if the cops come? What are we going to do with this? You'd have uh, to address it. It's a real problem. Yeah, if it comes back to me, you know, that is problematic. But, but, but in the but compared and live with Marie. But still, it's her sister. So it's a similar kind of so tie. T- if my sister did this, I, I mean, I'd tell her to stop. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dedicate part of my show to it. But the point is, it, it's a very serious problem. But yet next to Walt, it yeah. looks like, why do we, we care about this? Well, it, it goes to show how deep he at is. At this point in the series. Because otherwise you almost don't have context. It's kind of like for scale. At for this scale point in the series, he, he hasn't really done a lot of bad stuff. But he's still doing stuff that's objectively worse than what she's doing. I think the only thing he's done is stay Make alive. Meth. Season one. <laughs> yeah, to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't even make a lot of it. He just makes a little meth. He's basically yeah. doing a science experiment. The people selling it are the bad guys. Making meth is a is. It's hard to argue making meth is a morally good thing. Well, to if do. you're giving it away to people, then it's bad. If you're just having a fun science experiment for money, <laughs> for cold hard cash. Yeah, yeah. Great show, by the way. <laughs> do you think you could edit that? Oh, I mean, that's already in a movie, isn't it? Didn't they edit that into a movie? I, someone has yeah. to. That's just got such a big following. Yeah. So what you need is like a, a weird, more obscure show that no one would have done. Hmm. That could that could benefit from the compression. Hmm. I don't. It, I don't know if it could benefit necessarily. I mean, clearly, if it did. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to just think of any TV shows that I've someone seen. Someone. Ooh. Made. You know what I could do? Terriers. Oh, I'd watch your Terriers movie. Oh, the problem is that show actually is so much plot. Like, there's so many things that mm-hmm. happen. I should watch it. Yeah. yeah, I think you'd like it. Watch I'll, The Leftovers, then I'll watch Terriers. That is... All of the deals we strike, <laughs> always there's so much more work for me How than you. How is The Leftovers more work? It's longer! No, it's not. Wait, is Terriers half an hour? Yeah. Alright, I'll watch two Terriers episodes in the time it takes you to watch the first episode of The Leftovers. Yeah, but then there's more Leftovers after that than but before it, Terriers. It, Terriors might be 45 minutes, I don't remember. I bet it is. If it's, I don't know. If it's, it's like only 10 episodes. A, yeah, it's gotta be. Why would they do 10 half-hour episodes? I don't know. I think it's 45 minutes. Terriers. I think you owe me a full episode of The Leftovers. For all of Terriers? <laughs> no, I, n- See, once we run out of Terriers, if you want to keep watching The Leftovers, you go for it. If you're not invested at that point, you can do whatever. Hmm. The Terriers-Leftovers Agreement. Maybe. That, I mean, that should also be... We, I mean, we got to come up with some content for next week because <laughs> we are in a bit of a movie dearth. Yeah, but surely first it, time isn't, ever. it isn't Terriers. Okay, so what do you want to do next week? Let's do Glengarry Glen Ross. You, immediately? Yeah. Break up the Marvel monotony? Well, I, as I was saying, I think it's, well, oh, wait, I think wait, it's a, a superhero first, movie. Okay, so let's go over all the ideas we got in, yeah. the, in the frying pan, in the skillet. Go ahead. We got Glengarry Glen Ross cast. We got... 
um, Marvel Trivial Pursuit, which mm-hmm. is sitting right there on my counter. Um, you said you were willing to watch the pilot of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And if the content was good, maybe even more. Right. So that's what we got in the fire so far. I also think it would be really fun if you and me live stri- live watched an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with the subtitles on totally muted and we just talked about it the entire time. Just once. We get the Ghost Rider episode. Like, we get a good episode in there. Yeah. And then we just talk about it. Maybe. <laughs> a lot of maybes. In any case, I think that about wraps us up. That'll give you We talked a lot stuff. about Guardians. We Too much, almost. Oh, yeah. People are going to be sick of it. How far in are we? At the end. What? It's a it's an hour twenty. Oh. Let's bring it to a a solid a solid wraparoni. And I, I think I think teasing our ideas for future episodes is a good way to do that. Sure. Oh, I didn't get my review. Oh, that's what I was saying. Okay. So I thought yeah. you I thought you were building your review. You're of like, course I, I am. Of course <laughs> I am. Anyway. Well played, Jordan. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. I think So it, better than Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's kind of borrowing from Guardians to get yeah. that extra half. Like, I think mm. as a movie, well, as a movie, they're probably similar, but I, Guardians, I just like the gang better. Sure. And I, I guess it is a better. It's more fun, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to really say it's better than Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying it. I am, yeah. <laughs> I think it. it's better than Doctor Strange. Anyway, the table, I got four people, so I'm going to do... And a half. Mantis. Yeah. Bruce Banner. Okay. Ant-Man, full size. Oh, regular size? Just regular size. Because keep in mind, big Ant-Man's two people. Two yeah. votes. Yeah, yeah. Just regular size Ant-Man. Okay. Um, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. <laughs> Interesting. I'm curious sure. to see what they're doing there. Well, who knows? Uh, with Ant-Man. I and Bruce Banner. I can't wait to The only out. Guardians character was Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> in that film. Uh, they are... In, still in production of Avengers 4, and they have not released the title. I'm trying to think. I definitely read some Marvel mailbag stuff, but... Mm. <sighs> I'll probably remember it as soon as we're done recording this, so... Let's find out. Let's... <laughs> I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. Really? Did you think it sucked today? <laughs> mm, that was pretty close. I'll take a pretty close. I'm Noah Dozen, and nope!